Here's a thought I'll title, Yesterday's News, and I'll subtitle it, Lifespan of a Book. And it's a follow-up thought from one I had last week when I was talking about photographic literacy and media. And just to refresh your memory, or in case you missed that one, the basic point was that your understanding of photographic history, and therefore your photographic literacy, is to some degree, to a very large degree, determined on the medium you use to learn about photography. Because if you learn about photography from books, you get one sort of history and literacy that's determined by publishers and the commercial potential of selling a book. If you look at the internet or websites by photographers, you get a different set of photographic history or literacy because you only get the history or literacy of the websites that you visit, which probably implies a lot of word of mouth development of what you look at. Or you go to someplace like Instagram or Facebook, in which case you get a photographic history and literacy that is not proven itself yet with the passage of time. They might be flash-in-the-pan images that are important today, but they're not very important tomorrow or next week or next year or a 100 years from now. And all of that got me thinking about the lifespan of a book. Now, I've been a publisher for 30 years, so I have at least a three-decade perspective on this. And one of the things that I've noticed is what I'll call the normal business cycle of a book. So here's the way it sort of works. Somebody decides somewhere that the a body of work is important. It may be that the photographer decides it's important and so it's a self-published book, or it may be that a publisher decides that it's important work and they decide they're going to uh, go to the expense of layout and design and printing and binding and distribution and sales and sales marketing and effort and all of that. But all of that happens in a fairly compressed sense of time. That is to say, from the time a book is conceived until the time it's out in the world, sitting on the bookshelves and being sold, it might be a year or two. It might be a few months. But Compare that to the sense of photographic history, which we now measure in hundreds of years. You can see that a book is kind of a flash in the pan. It happens in a very compressed time. And that element of time to the public is primarily defined by whenever there is a marketing push for the book until the book is sold out, because at that point, the marketing stops and you don't hear any publicity anymore about the book. And here's a good example. One of my favorite photographers is Paul Caponegro. Love his work, have from the very earliest days of my photographic life. And this book was published in 1983. I'd been involved in photography a little over a decade by then, and I already owned a number of Paul Caponegro books. But when The Wise Silence came out, Wowee, it was just a great book. And I bought a copy, and lots of my friends bought a copy, and it was getting a lot of notice and a lot of attention, and Caponegro and his publisher were promoting it out there in the world. And so it, it had 
its moment in the sun to be a collectible sort of item and to get everybody's attention. But how many of you listening to this, if you're new to photography, let's say you've been involved in photography after 1985 or so, how many of you have even heard of the book, The Wise Silence by Paul Caponegro, which has absolutely marvelous photography? A couple of hundred pages. It's a big book, and it's quite collectible now. And as a quite collectible book, probably, I don't know, you'd have to pay three or $400 for it now. As a collectible book, that means it's not going to be in the hands of very many people, particularly young beginning photographers. So that book and those images and Paul Caponegro's visual perspective in the images that are shown in that book is completely absent from someone who's relatively new to photography. Or California in the West by Edward Weston, Oh, I could go on and on and on. The point is, any time a book gets published, it's a blip in the radar of the passage of time. And it only takes up residence in photographic literacy by people who write histories and develop literacy. And if that book and its images aren't collected by, you know, a historian like Beaumont Newhall or someone and perpetuated, the only way those images are seen is when that book is published and has its time in the sun for a few months or a few years, and then it disappears into the collectible market where it's hidden from the vast majority of people. A book has a lifespan that is mind-bogglingly short. I'll continue this thought tomorrow. But for now, I would simply ask a question, how influenced are you by books that were published, say, 25 years before you became interested in photography? Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.